0: howdy street fighters guys gals and non-binary pals i hope your day is going well it's the end of the year last street fight of the year Uh, we're kicking back relaxing all cool like we normally do it's wednesday night it's the basement show This is how Brian and I got started. Uh, uh, Over at his house, we had some microphones set up on top of some shoe boxes. That was our stands. And uh, we got on community radio, WCRS. Then we had enough people that we felt comfortable doing some call-ins, because we didn't want it to be embarrassing. So we added the call-in show just three years ago. And uh, now we do two shows a week. So if you're a podcast listener, we appreciate it. Uh, Hope your day is going well, whether you're working or working out. Uh, We're glad to join you alongside in your journeys and hope you're spreading some mess across the U.S. and organizing against the existing status quo. That's what we're here for. A hangout session for all of you rabble rousers and radicals out there that like to start shit with the right kind of people. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby and we're recording earlier tonight than usual if you're watching on the live stream twitch facebook twitter or youtube uh, you know we normally are you know an hour or two later we usually start at around 10 or 11 p.m eastern time Uh, we're taking a break because last night we did the shock jock super stream and if you want to watch that brian and murder brian and killer chris from not even a show uh, took a look at the shock jocks they covered on our premium show that's available on Patreon. Uh, so, And that's going to be coming in audio form very soon too. So uh, lots of stuff to get into. And if you want to keep the show running, please consider a donation at patreon.com slash radio. It's not even a donation. It's for bonus content of the visual, audio, and video kind. Uh, also, we have lots of New merch in the store at store.streetfightradio.com. I just got patches. People have asked forever. 3x3 three three Anvil patches are coming to store.streetfightradio.com. You can also get access to our stickers and all of the really cool uh, t-shirt collaborations we do. Uh, the Lurm one is wrapping up now. It should be coming soon. should be coming in January. And uh, we got the next one coming up from Nate Bear Art. So look for that. Sign up for the emails. This is a super long intro, but uh, Was how's it going, Brian? Yeah, the music is gone. Here, let me take a look and I see. I did acapella because I do. I do keep track of time. While two forty-three, they're they're usually two minutes. Brian two brought me a Merry Christmas joint. Oh. You got him. You got a, I light need a lighter. Uh, yeah. I don't want to throw it across the table and whack you in the face. So I'm going to enjoy a Merry Christmas joint. Um, I got a J bone for Christmas from somebody that has wax in it and I don't smoke J Bones, So I thought I would, uh, bring it to Brett because he does smoke joints. I enjoy it. And, uh, so, you know, that's something. Yes. And I, I want to say that, uh, I came over to Brett's house on Christmas and I had a gift and it was incredible. It was two framed pictures of Glenn Danzig grocery shopping, and uh, not not the one picture where he's carrying cat litter. Not that one. That would have been easy. You just it's that's a meme, right? You just print the meme. These were taken by the producer of Diet Hellboy, the producer of Two Minutes to Late Night to Midnight to. No, late night. Oh, two minutes to late night. I'm two minutes to the- midnight is the clock that tells you when the world's going to end. That's the Iron Maiden song. Yeah, two two minutes to late night. And uh uh they're just, they're fucking terrific. They look so good in my office. You know, sometime when I'm doing a, a stream from home someday, which I think you guys may have helped me pay for on that Shock Jock Super Stream. Uh, you will get to see... I'll show them to you. I'll I'll, I'll let you take a look see. You know, uh, uh, I know you. Des- you desperately want to play these video games. It is really fun to do Twitch streaming. I didn't think. I I I got really nervous at first, but then it it is just like hanging out with friends. Really, it's like, yeah. nobody else wants to watch you play video games, but these people do. Yeah, like they find the right kind of people that will uh, encourage you. Sometimes I don't want to be heroic. I get real like. I get real nervous about dying in battle and they're like, just do some legendary shit, man. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill orcs." Yeah. Yeah. So it has been, it's 2020. We've all talked about how bad it sucked, but it would be a nice to do a little, kind of year in review, our kind of year in review. And just kind of talk about what's going on. Uh hey, the, we, you know what? The Antifada podcast rated our chat here. So we've got a bunch of Antifada listeners in here. Is that well, bad? No, we love the Antifada. Hey the Antifada. Thank you for rating our chat. We like you. We like Jamie. Jamie is in our documentary. Yep. That's coming out uh sometime in the future. Yes. Uh she did a live show with us. So we Ooh. love Jamie Peck. Yep. What's up? Big surprise. I thought these were illegal. This is a Randy's wire paper. Oh, okay. This is old school. This yeah. is the best papers. I got them from a, a an old school weed smoker, to tell you the truth. Did they did they buy all the Randy's wires before they got got I mean Is there a state where they're legal? I don't know. Well, I don't know what Randy's the, wires is. Randy's wire's I haven't smoked paper. a joint in five years at least. I'll show you when I get to the end of this. Randy's wires paper has this wire down the middle. And uh, when you get to the end, you bend it in half. And it's like a little, uh, it's like a, you know, tweezers or like a roach clip. No, you can still buy them, dude. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It says it. it, They said uh, the metal kind of fucked you up or something. I thought, well, that's what you're trying to do when you smoke weed is the metal. You're supposed to trying to get fucked up. Heavy metal poisoning. Yeah. Yeah remember when I quit uh, smoking? Remember when I quit smoking my dugout? Like when, when me and Brett first met, I was dugout McGee. Yeah, I was the dugout master is I carried it with me everywhere. I went and I was constantly hitting it. And then one day I found, I heard that it'll fuck your gums up. And that's scary to me. I, you know, I'm a vain guy. Sure. Obviously everybody knows how vain you I need am. Good gums. Yeah, I want to have good gums. So I decided uh, I will only smoke glass now out of a glass dugout. Yes, it's very common. And then the glass dugout I found fit in my dugout Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the wood case. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah, they're usually pretty big. And I mean, they're usually much wider. It's hard to make glass that small and cylindrical. It was $5, Brett. Wow. It was $5, and I was so excited. I had it, and then one day, maybe two stoned, I dropped it, and it broke. Then I went on one of my hunts, because I am a guy who, when he wants to buy something, he works very hard to purchase those things. You know, I, I, I do the research, dude. I've been a guy in this world that knows how to do research. That's the only thing that I understand. <laughs> Watching a movie, don't know who the director, want to know who the director is, or watching a movie, started a movie halfway through and don't know what it was, I will spend all day trying to figure out what that movie was. The yeah. Accountant, for example. Uh-huh. Me and Brett watched The Accountant one day. We that was just a good one. We, we No, it wasn't. It was horrible. And I, I was just like, why am I watching this? But uh, we did finish the whole movie. Yeah. And uh, we didn't know what it was the whole time. They do a hemp wick now. Hemp wick is, that's what I was going to mention, is that if you're into glass, you got to go hemp wick now. I got uh, sunned by somebody in D.C. that kind of waved off my lighter. They did one of these, like, ah, like, chill with that. Ah, ah, like, get back. And then they lit their hemp wick up. And then that's how we smoked the bowl. I got the highest of ever, I mean, I got tap out high. You Got okay, okay. That was the J20 party. The J20 party, yeah. I remember I had to leave, I had I was just too, too done. Oh, yeah, you can get Randy's classic wire. Also, I wanted to say, I think that that five dollar glass pipe you got was a crack pipe. Did you, right? Could I get a crack? Then I just would have wanted another crack pipe, you couldn't find them anywhere. It fit perfect in that thing, so uh, uh. There it is. You can get Randy's Wired. um, Theo Dillon also had the same observation off of their website. So uh, they also have flavored hemp tips. You can wow. Let's get Randy's Wired to sponsor us. Well, somebody said the joy they saw on my face when when I realized it was a Randy's really got them going. So I'm ready to sell them. Yeah. So what stuff stuff I stand behind? The stuff I stand behind, I will. Yeah. So what have I done this year? I'm here.'s something that I wanted to bring up, the Harrisburg show. Yes, that was this year. It doesn't. It shouldn't even count as this year. It doesn't. That is such a time. It was this year. It was less than I the. No, I get it, dude. But do you think about how like things are th- that post March? That, that feels good, though. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's not like a, it, really, we haven't been doing this that long. I guess but we've been doing it long, yeah. Not, Past really. not March, a whole year, it we're getting there, sure. and we will. We're, I know we're gonna round, I mean, that. they're fucking dicking up the uh vaccine anyway. Oh, I've already read the dicking up the vaccines, just dicking it up. And let me tell you the truth I have a buddy who uh, uh works for a, a healthcare, the big healthcare organization in Columbus, right? And he's getting a vaccine soon. I'd love to jump in front of them, like catching a bullet for them, you know, we pay for and just a place like, in line. Boom. Yeah. Just get a place in line. Boom, dude. I would, I would give my pay for the month up to get a vaccine. I would. And I don't want to say that because then somebody will be like, I can get you a vaccine. And then I'll have to be like, I was just kidding. I, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, he was telling me that this healthcare agency was expecting about a thousand. Maybe, maybe he said 5,000. I don't know. It, it was a number. Of of lower thousands, right? They were expecting, and they received ten thousand of them, and uh, they significant amount more. Could not figure out what to do with them, and right. I turned into a libertarian all of a sudden. I was like, just start fucking jabbing people with them. Who cares? That's not a libertarian that violates the NAP. Start selling them. No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if you have nine thousand extra vaccines then maybe let's not be so precious about sure. who gets them. Just start fucking jabbing people immediately. People want them to go to the CVS and just have them put a sign that says vaccines. On the goddamn CVS, all 9,000 of them will be gone. And fucking that, you yeah. know, people need to get the vaccine. And what's happening is they're sending them to these fucking dipshit governors who are terrified of the thought of me getting it. Before a immunocompromised person, which that is a a very valid thing to do. But should you not have the list of the immunocompromised people that are in line to get it? Should there not be a fucking line for this already? Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know. That seems like fantasy booking. It doesn't seem like fantasy booking. You got time. You yeah. fucking make a they, fucking form, dude. Yeah, they get they you to do. pay your taxes. That's not what they do, though. Right? I I, I know. I've read articles. They're letting them just rot now. They're, there's going to be a couple hundred thousand vaccines that just die because they didn't. They weren't in refrigeration. Yeah. Yes. It's like, come on. Yeah, just jab me. Jab me. I want it. I fucking want it. I did see. Um. I think also somebody reported today that. A high percentage of senior healthcare workers refused the vaccine. Something like 60% of them didn't want it, which is funny because that makes sense to me because in Ohio, if you live in a rural place, you can get a house for $100,000, right? Yeah. If you don't smoke weed, you can get a home health aid job without a degree and make $12 to $14 an hour, which is all the it's like a hillbilly mom fucking job it's a hillbilly it's hillbilly moms that don't want to get it done yeah every hillbilly mom i know does something like that yeah (laughs) right it's like come on hillbilly moms get the goddamn vaccine a lot of them are with i'm not you know not all of them but it's just that's a high contingency of uh you know the that's the the, the anti-vax people there's just there's so many of them on every different front it's like it's I just beating that everybody has their own reasons. It's like, yeah, I, I know the gu- yeah you can't trust them. You can't. Yeah, I understand. There's a million reasons why you can't trust them. So, I guess whatever. Like, you're, I, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> we just gotta fucking hire hunters and put a vaccine in their gun and just say just gun these people down. You know, we'll give you a, a, a hit list. You just pull up, boom, you've been vaxxed and then take off. Now the thing is, you got to get two shots. But that's fun for the people, you know. Most dangerous game, vaxing people. Yeah, you know, you know but in my own personal life, um I think I may I may uh bra- I may uh you know, have a little bit of a fish story about how successful am I about uh, doing things. Like I I you know, I exaggerate a little bit and uh making two appointments is I have right a now. very low batting average with two appointments this year. I know. I can I can get you 50% of the time. My hope I got to reschedule. I got to reschedule a lot. My hope is that before the B man is ready for his vaccine before they say Brian, you can get your vaccine. It's a one shot deal. There is a one shot one. Maybe the vaccine day should be you should everybody should back out of your way. Like you should have the easiest day of your life. For two days on the vaccine day when you have a card that says my vaccine day you go and you just everybody just facilitates you getting there you can just fly you can just walk down the street and the bus will stop and just we got to get this man to his vaccine yeah 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 it would be great if they weren't fucking it up but you know i was in a chat earlier today and it's ohio chat i'm calling out ohio chat and saying hi and and they're doomed They're the most doomed people in Ohio in the world. Yeah. yeah. They're very doomy. And they were saying, like, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, they were fucking dicking up the tests like crazy. Yeah. Now you can just go get a test. Yeah. And it's just like that didn't take that long to figure out. Mm -hmm. It took a while to figure out, but we're seven months in and it's figured out. And it's been figured out for a few months now. So maybe. They'll get it figured no, out. No, eventually I mean, the thing is we're gonna fumble our way through it. Like at this point, as just a common sideline commentator, um, they just fuck it up every occasion. There's nothing that goes correctly or smoothly or for the betterment of anybody. They just fumble their way through this every fucking time. Uh but yeah, eventually we'll get there. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it, you know. Well I, yeah. I just want it. I mean, I think uh I got another year of relaxation in me. I can, I can I totally uh, stay quarantined for one more year. I want to. Sure. 2021, the way that this vaccine's going so far, if I'm reading the tea leaves on it, 2021, uh, I'll be watching some more series and getting more video game streaming. Ain't gonna be anymore series you're gonna be having to watch laurel and hardy already or some had, shit. yeah there's been enough series there's enough content that's been made honestly that's because you don't watch it there's been enough content been made yeah you could watch banshee you still have banshee you could watch which is you know what show one I, of those things Yeah you know what you know what i don't watch anymore and this is tables have turned uh i tried to turn on that show the expanse yeah and there was some wild fucking sex scene at the beginning that yeah. just made me turn it off yeah and then I started your other show, search party, yeah, and that had a crazier sex scene that yeah. fucking ruined me, really, yeah, and i don't I don't like I don't like that shit, really, I hate it. those are both just fantastic shows, okay, oh, Brett just got in trouble actually, uh uh, so that happened. Uh, but yeah, I, I like both of those shows. They're very good. I am an adult who can handle sex, sexual intercourse. It doesn't, and it doesn't bother. It me. doesn't, it doesn't say they don't ever elaborate on who the person is. It, it, they don't, it, they don't ever, they use it for shock value or to just cause you're paying eight 95 a month for HBO. Okay. I know what scene you're talking about from search party. And I can say that it says something about the guy. And his and his girlfriend a- about the fella that's in the yeah. show like that scene is done in such a way that shows you who he is as a person is selfish, but I don't remember the expanse scene. I do like the expanse, but I don't remember the scene. I will also say this search party was not on HBO until third season. It was on actually weirdly enough TBS so uh uh, those are shows i can recommend here we're doing our 2020 year in review already okay uh i i dug search party a lot uh now if you have a 16 year old daughter it's a good family show (laughs) sure (laughs) this is about me and my my that's me and my family just totally binged it but there's also uh, a show called flight attendant on the max i'm a big hbo max guy i live the hbo max lifestyle just where it's at you know i came home last night we're an hbo max family i came home last night my wife and kid are watching a movie you would never guess i there's a billion movies uh shutter island no no it's weirdest it's it's so weird i'll tell you ed tv I walk into the house and Ed TV is on. And I'm like, are, are you watching Ed TV? You know, I, I see that they're watching Ed TV and I go, wow, you're really watching Ed TV. And uh, they were like, will you quit making fun of us? And I'm like, I'm sorry, the Truman Show's a movie. You know, there was a battle between Ed TV and the Truman Show and Ed TV won. Or no, The Truman Show won, and, and Alternate World Ed TV won. Sure, I I just slipped into a different thing, so that was weird. Right. But uh, yeah, I dug the flight attendant quite a bit, and uh, found it to be great. I I think what's happened to me is, uh uh, my daughter has flipped me into liking mysteries, because she likes mysteries. She saw the movie Knives Out. I swear to you, Brett, she saw the movie Knives Out and she said, they need to make more movies like this. And I'm like, it's like a genre. It's a long tradition. of said there's a million of them, but uh, Knives Out, uh, not my favorite thing, but it wasn't too bad, but I've just gotten really into good mysteries and stuff. So that's been a big thing with me, you know, is like uh, uh, the flight attendant is a mystery. Search party's a mystery. Yeah.
1: So uh, the, those
0: are two things I've gotten Way into TV wise I, I do have to honestly say I don't watch shows I don't you have don't. time for shows You hate them The shows that I've watched um
1: Anime shit. is
0: uh, His Dark Materials <laughs> uh, which i read those books forever ago and i like those it's a young adult bullshit thing i can't watch it i tried um, to watch i told you i tried to watch his dark materials yeah and they each had like a guy with a them, demon yeah. a monkey yeah i guess walking next to him and i was right. like i can't nope too. Well, that's just like chris last night before we recorded uh was talking where he was like yeah you know uh I did my top 25 movies as a call-in show. And he's this huge he's loves movies, this guy. Watches a movie every day and is his goal. And uh uh I said, what was your favorite movie? And he told me it was uh it's a movie about a heavy metal drummer that loses his sense his hearing, and it's like uh he said it was just, just like a really great movie. Uh-huh. That is like something like, well, I like heavy metal, but I don't like personal discovery. Uh So that's kind of difficult for me, but I might have to check it out. But then he said his number four movie was soul. And I was like, buddy, I will never see soul. Yeah. I just, if it seems like it's got kid stuff in it, I'm out. That's why I'm thriving now with a teenager. Yeah. I was going to say, um, his dark materials is an eight year old thing. Yes. Um, my wife is did not read the books and she keeps asking me about it and I do not like to I tell I never tell yeah you don't want but that and you don't the, know anyway they could they always yeah I don't know where it's going to go but the allegory of the book uh, the allegory of the book is basically like retelling the story of Adam and Eve but in a positive light Like the book is this that was written by this hardcore atheist that think it's bullshit that like a young woman coming into her sexuality was like the biggest sin of the universe of the the world. So he like it's they kill God and shit, man. They like fucking fight angels. It's a it's a pretty sweet thing, but it is talking animals. It's like Pokemon. Yeah, I can't do that. You know, that's why I turned Pokemon the the detective Pikachu off. Right. It was on for like two minutes and I was like, this is some kid shit. on the I came on just in the cusp of Pokemon uh I had a lot of friends with younger siblings that watched Pokemon What if I stayed the night so yeah i'm 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 okay with having a little animal that follows you around and it's like part of your personality yeah, well, I'm into that it's been an odd year too in that like the movies right that that uh did, not a lot of movies came out. You yeah. just weren't able to watch a lot, but well, you did watch a zillion of them in Seoul. We got McDonald's toys from Seoul in like May when it was supposed to actually come out, and I didn't think it was coming out all, all this year. We planned on going to theater to see it, uh, so we were surprised that it came out on streaming. Yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty good, I think that they sh- uh, overshot it. Uh, I think that inside out kind of like gave him a little confidence to get real metaphysical about stuff. And uh, but at the same time, I thought it was, you know, they are they're kids movies that are actually for adults. They're yeah. not they're not kids' movies at all. They're yeah. you know, you you know, you make your kid watch them with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point. Gwen know. never liked the the Pixars. I was talking about we were talking about this the other night. She's scrolling through HBO Max and uh she's saving movies that she's nostalgic for Tight. and it's like flushed away is one of oh them have you God, ever heard of that amazing yeah No, yeah. i don't that was like you don't know no, it? Is it penguins no it is about what goes on in the pipes the turd pipes Fun. you know it's a toilet movie where it's oh a cartoon God. yeah that mouse in the suit there's a mouse in a tuxedo or something. Yeah, it's got like gangster stuff in it. And it, it's, it's an adventure through the turd pipes. Hugh Jackman plays Roddy St. James, a pampered house mouse or some shit. Yeah. That gets flushed down to Turlet. Yeah. That's and then, some, yeah, well, But that's, that's like her favorite. That's her that's shit. That's awesome. You know? Or when we talk about Christmas movies, right? And And people name all their favorite Christmas movies. Her favorite Christmas movie is Fred Claus. Right. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a, I mean, I have mine too. I don't hang on to the classics so much. We watch a lot of, of recent movies and stuff that we like these days. Uh, but yeah, I for sure know that Charlotte isn't. My Little Ponies is what every little girl in that age group was like forced into, but I don't think that's going to be her favorite shit that she comes back to. There's going to be some peculiar shit that I'm like... Junk, just crappy yeah, yeah. stuff too. It's it's Them stuff that it as goes? an adult you look at it and you're like, this is like, act. let me like, you want to set her down? I want to sit Gwen down and be like, this is crap. Right. This is Drinks like Club. really crappily made yeah. crap. This is not good, but kids—they find stuff and they fucking love it. You know what I mean? They yes. just that has eclectic tastes. We, we, uh, Erica is really into kids stuff. Really into animation. She's at art school, so she's in animation. And they watch a lot of stuff that usually has a good through line and like a story and a plot. So they were they were are huge into uh, She-Ra and Kipo and yeah, uh, all that stuff. Gwen wasn't a cartoon. either she liked like the second hannah montana was like out she was just like (laughs) i watch hannah montana i watch jesse i watch you know she was into all of the tv shows yeah she liked that stuff Uh, good luck charlie that's another thing she has to watch every year for christmas the good luck charlie christmas special yeah and it's just like it's junk it's crap it's so badly done but if you think about it when well, we he- were kids, they were making stuff for both adults and kids, but like we liked save by the bell. And our parents yeah. were like, Save by the bell is junk. It's shoddily put together. It looks cheap and the acting sucks and the stories are dumb. Yeah. And I mean, um, I- I'm not against I'm not against feeding yourself a good time. If you know what you're doing, if you're like You know, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch this, and it's. I'm gonna remember like laying on my stomach on Grandma's carpet. You know, like that's a good way. I don't mind juicing yourself with memories. Every time I've tried to do that, it has just been a total. I I like. I mean, I Christmas has become a big at the. I've, I've been a fanatic about it for several years now, and we have a lot of movies and traditions and stuff that keeps happening. And every time, it's just like easy fucking happiness. Yeah yeah this year something i did was i watched a few franchises uh i i am a tv guy i think over movie and i like uh, a a long story and a franchise that i had never seen a single movie from that me and my wife watched together was alien and uh it was a really incredible experience to watch that because it's a bunch of movies that are made by different people that uh, are different people's visions and different for the times and they were fucking all different and interesting. Well, yeah. And there's also, you know, uh, Tolkien had like a universe that he made up, but uh, Alien also has like a world. Star Wars has a world, but Alien has a world where aliens exist and uh, a lot of different, I mean, people are passionate about it. It's inspired lots of fans over the years. People can't stay away from it. And everybody wants to see more of it and where it goes. Right. Seeing star Wars this year, this year was the first time I ever watched star Wars, all the movies. And now I'm watching the Mandalorian. So I'm, I'm even like up out there on top of it. You know, that's true. Um, my wife had never watched star Wars before. And because of quarantine, we did a couch surfing day and watched pretty much three at a time. Um, I was a lifelong, I was lifelong. You were like a star Wars geek. You would be like talking to your friends about star Wars. You and your friends would be sitting in a house being like, what do you think Greedo did? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've had those conversations (laughs) and, uh, but I also gave it up forever ago and the sequels were so disappointing and annoying. And I, 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 I might watch them again now that I just had like a, I watched them through like covered eyes. I basically watched them in horror uh, but I might go back, um, but I, I, like, I can't stand that fucking Kylo Ren guy. I like The Maybe Last that's good. Jedi. I mean, I think that's good. I think, like, visceral disgust is a really good reaction to have to a bad guy. Yeah. I like The Last Jedi quite a bit. Uh, that was one of my favorite ones. I liked that, and I liked the one where Darth Vader turned into Darth Vader. I don't see that one. The Revenge of the Sith when uh, that one was really good Oh, that's an, an excellent one yeah yeah those were my two favorites oh no the ghosts are in here shutting There's windows and stuff yeah. yeah 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 so um yeah i don't know i really this year the the most media i watched was formula one races that was like my anchor in life that kept me going um i'm sad it's off the air i've been watching dude i don't watch old races no i've been watching um the the wrap-ups and they have a lot of like hour-long interviews with some of the old guys when they're in their like 70s and stuff i watched this like Fittipaldi interview i watched mario andretti you know he and it's it's just incredible the lives they've led and like the the wisdom they have and the shit that happened to them uh Yeah. That's what I've been watching. That's been keeping me going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I am in a a dead spot right now. I think Cobra Kai comes out soon. That was something I liked this year too. I thought it was very funny and very good. Horror movies. I watched a ton of horror movies. That was something I got into. Um, I watched mostly concerts over the summer and during quarantine. I think that might've been my way to deal with it, but I stayed up all night. I watched Lollapalooza like 99 (coughs) or I'm sorry. I watched, uh, the big one. Woodstock, Woodstock ninety nine. Yeah, I watched a whole bunch of performances from that. Um, I watched a whole bunch of like Poison the Well basement shows. I watched um uh who else? Two minutes to late night, I watched a lot of their stuff was really good. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, I should have watched it. I, I should watch that. I haven't watched it yet. I, I watch I would a just lot. Pull, I mean, I used to, I spent so much of this quarantine just headbanging in front of a monitor. Like, yeah. I would just like pound a beer and then just be going like this and watching like, a Megadeth show from 99. Well, 2020 was the year that I got way into Typo Negative and Danzig, two people that I had never really given a chance to right. in my life. It was There was something about being stuck in a house, I think, that made us go and look look at things that we had never given a chance. You know, that, that alien thing I never watched alien. And you know how I thought of alien? It was just like, ah, it's too late now. You know, right. they're all out. I Same with Star it. Wars. It's like Goonies. It's like if you didn't see it when you were a kid, you can't watch it when you're 35 and be like, oh, that was actually a fun little romp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of thought, like, I wasn't going to be into it. And then, like, I just was like, I'm going to check out this typo negative. And it hit me in this weird way. Like, it was I just think- this time in my life that I'm at. And it hit me so it's like just the time. Yeah and what i'm open to and what i'm into right now and it just i got it i understood it you know you're absolutely right i mean there was new feelings for me too like it was that was uh this was me this year was all my endeavor into metallica and essentially megadeth which i was i have my last fm i still use last fm to keep track of all of my listening stats and i was going to run through this year uh, I think people most know, but my my f- top artists of the year were Megadeth, Metallica, Death, Tame Impala, and Sudan Archives. Sudan Archives? I ain't even heard of that. Well, Sudan Archives was actually the last concert that I saw this year. In January, we, me and Erica went to Detroit. We got like a hotel downtown and walked over there. Had really good vegan pizza and... uh yeah, Salt Sudan Archives in this really small place. This like It, it was fucking awesome. They had uh, everything was like blacklight. Everything was blacklight paint. They they took pinball machines and they painted over them. So it, you don't even know what the original shit looked like. They had some video games sitting there that were just running like Windows error screens. You know, like bouncing the window around and shit. Yeah. It was a really tight place. I don't remember the name. <laughs> but yeah. it was tight. But yeah, so that's my number five. I don't know. That's... That was um that was most of my listening. I think I listened to really old stuff. Tame Impala's new album was really good, and that's really basic and generic bro shit, IPA dad music. Uh, but that's what gets the most plays in my house if I'm around my family. Yeah. Yeah, you can't listen to heavy metal in front of your family as no, much. No, they don't put up with it. No, um, mine, mine neither. Whatsoever? My wife listens to classic rock all the time, and I just want to be like, you know what? This is not fair i can't listen to my stuff you're fucking listening to the eagles all the time which is offensive to me sure you know what i mean yeah that's a problem now yeah i don't i'm not talking about anything crazy like that yeah she listens to the real i think she's just going back in time too though you know i think a lot of us went back in time in 20 yeah 20 where it was just like i guess i'll just go back in time it doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything it feels weird music is different obviously no but it is also i mean that's what i did i we i mean we investigated i investigated a whole scene you know it was like what what is florida florida death metal what does that mean oh wow there was this teenager in florida uh that started a band and then when that band broke up they those two multiplied into all of these bands and they this created this sound that changed the world you know and that is so unique uh and and uh, there's just so much knowledge there's so much information about it to to be read and uh it's something to dive into when you know a time when you could go to shows music it was a huge part of my life you know when I was in therapy we did foundational values and live shows was it I mean that includes just plays music all that and you know, Thursday did a live stream this year. That was sick. They did one last night too, during the shock jock stream. So I missed it. Um, we did it at the same time. Also CKY did one and I really wanted to watch it. Damn. But the lives I've really enjoyed the live streams. Um, I've just got loose in my house, headbang, dance, mosh, do, you know, starting the lawnmower, picking up change, uh, in front of the fucking TV. We also watched like, uh, highball halloween columbus is yeah i watch that with you yeah the columbus uh columbus arts council puts on a huge uh halloween show with costume competitions ccad the the art and design school always has like next level shit and they did a stream and had like thousands of people from all over the country watching it so i mean you know there's just been uh It's been you have to really try, but, you know, I still appreciate the stuff I've been able to see on live stream and and do like, you know, special stuff like that. And, you know, even Twitch is something where I've found people that I can follow along with and enjoy what they do. Yeah, I dig that stuff, too. Um, Uh, I don't know. What's my What's my number one? Let me see what my number one song is. And I can I can just I round this out. By uh, Uh, Angry Again by Megadeth, okay. Yeah, Oh, Ah, Ashani Bar was this year too. Rupa was that really this year? Yeah, Harrisburg was when we were listening Ah, to it with Jake Flores. Ah, Ashani Bar, ah, Ashani Bar, I love that song. I love that you brought this, you brought the Harrisburg show up. That was a birthday party for somebody. Um, Yeah, Maddie Solidarity got us out there. Thank you, Maddie. I should have sent you a, a, a card, but I appreciate your input and your, your, uh. You know yeah you, you being in the group <laughs> yeah i'd appreciate all that you do yeah i wish Your calls we, too i really do wish like we did variety shows this year too yeah we did a variety show and i wish we did more live streams i think after last night though after the shock jock super streamed we're gonna do more of them and yeah, uh it, this year you know this is this it, this year's gonna be our 10th anniversary in June and we are hoping to do to get in front of fans and i think you know by the end of next year things could loosen up and we could be doing live shows and i i miss it more than anything it doesn't feel the same doing it uh, to a camera and also you know, we should also say in 2021, our TV show will be made. It right. is written. It is ready to be filmed. We're just waiting to film it. So yeah, we're doing production right now. Um, uh, that's stuff to look forward to. Um, Brett, let's uh play some audio. Sound okay. good? Yeah, I can do that. Um, So I've had this backup stuff for a while. It's been a long week for me. I've been busy with the shock jock stream. I did a POD cast stream and I did a, uh, uh, and it's just, it's been a busy week. So I went into my backups, uh, audio stuff. Okay. And, uh, uh, I have Walmart's video that they play to tell people not to be a part of a union. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And I thought holy moly. I thought hey. maybe we would we would check out the Walmart anti-union busting employee video wow, before we get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I had to do something, you know. And y- you know, let's be honest here. I could actually give you a choice here. Do you want to watch Walmart's anti-union video? Or do you want to watch Target's anti-union <sighs> video? Either one, you know, at some point in the future, you will get the one that we don't do. But they're both good, and they're both anti-union. <laughs> I want to see the hardcore shit. I want to go Walmart. 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 I want to have Todd Oldham tell me about it from Target. All right. Is that who, who? He did it. I don't know. He used to. Someone was going crazy about it ten years ago. Todd Oldham. Yeah, he was there. Okay. They, that's one of their celebrity hookups. I don't know. Oh, really? Can you hear it? Yes. Good. Everybody can hear it. It's good news. Some good tunes here, really. Yeah, I feel chill. Chill wi- vibes. All right, here we go. Oh, so this is the opening. You know, I don't know where they get this music, this, this, uh um, they can't hear it. I'm not sure. Oh wait, where no, they got it? So, yeah, I don't. Where do they get this music? Where does the music for employee training videos come from? I mean, yeah. rights free. I don't know. If someone's pumping it out. I don't know. If, there's libraries you can get stuff from. So either someone on the project is going to like a rights free uh, place or, or a place where you can license something, a website where you can register this stuff, um, or. You know, this day and age, people can pump this out. People can do a hundred of these a day. I like know? to think there's a guy just fucking sitting behind his computer. And he's cool. like, all right, I got to get a Target out. I got to get a Walmart right. out. I got to get a United Airlines out. You know, I got all these these instructional videos to make. I mean, there is an industry around this. And, and it is weird to think of the people that are like, part of that, the the directors and the writers and stuff. Well, yeah, people that went to college and want a stable paycheck, you know? Yeah, yeah. just get contracts from these big companies to make their videos. Yeah.
2: Here you go. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad I could help. That's one of the things I enjoy about this job, the way Walmart associates can really make a difference in someone's day. Okay. I'm going to say this. I don't think Walmart
0: employees are bad. I don't think there's enough of them in the store no. for them to make a difference in somebody's day. No. That's the way I feel. I feel like I go to Walmart every two or three years. I don't go very often, but anytime long, long I'm in tour. there huh uh, yeah on tour we go a lot but anytime i'm in there i don't even feel like i see anybody that works there you know except for the person that stands at the end of the self-checkout line yeah right yeah um i uh, am notoriously uh a person that bothers customer service people you ask questions i immediately am like when they're like, "Come oh, on, I wonder where that's at," and I'm like, "Oh, grab that person. Come over here. Tell us where that's at." I, I don't. Walmart ask has nobody. To I don't ask to. any questions at all. It's a desert out there, dude. I have a fucking vivid memory of when we were on tour. It, this might have been on tour with the Minion Death Cult guys. Maybe we stopped at a Walmart, and there was one person working in the, in like the whole floor of the store. Yeah. Remember, because the line was super... There was a super fucking long line. People were freaking out on a cashier. And it's like, if there was anybody else in the store, they would have brought somebody up to the front. Right. And had them check people out as so cashiers. You got this. This is what our situation is. Yes. Yes. It's one person. Yes. So, I mean, the idea... Yes, I have been helped by people at Walmart. That's, I'm not saying that the employees aren't helpful. I'm saying there's not enough of them. Absolutely.
2: I also love that the people in this store are like a second family to me. Okay. We really pull together to take care of our customers and each other. It's not just a place to get a paycheck, <laughs> no matter how big the
0: company at me. Everybody at Walmart would disagree with what you just said there. So let's let's replay that there.
2: Store are like a second family to me. We really pull together to take care of our customers and each other. Yeah. It's not just a place to get a paycheck. No matter how big the company gets, this place is special to us.
0: You sound you already sound full of shit when you decide to say it's not just a place to get a paycheck at Walmart. When you're yeah. sitting in the orientation, you're like this company culture is fucked. I mean, that's you're you're literally going for brainwashing. You're doing propaganda. <laughs> yeah, this is somebody that's like, this is. i you mean, once again, you ha- you're right. This stuff is a group of people sat down to put this together, and they're like, "What do we want the messaging to be?" And they were like, "Well, we want them to believe that they, you know, are we're all in this together. We we're want family. them to believe that." Uh, They should care about the people here, even though the the, care about the customers, even though the customers are might do violence on them and we won't provide any protection. You know, they're going to get treated like shit. Do you find it interesting that they they in an anti-union video, they draw the family kind of thing where it's like, we're like a family. It's like, well, a family a u- is a union, actually. <laughs> One type thing. But not always. I mean, there's always a there's a dad, which sucks. There's a paternalistic ass attitude in a fucking family and that needs to go. That is true. That is true. In a lot of families. Families are dysfunctional. That's what I've always said and I will maintain that you should, anytime someone says, um, Hey, we're like a family here. And you'll say, just say, uh, one of my relatives tried to stab another one of my relatives. You know, like my aunt <laughs> tried to kill my uncle with a knife. <laughs> you know? Like, that is true. Brett's family, you know, kind of uh, like is so fractured. You're like what? extended family. I mean, mine too. Everybody's. I mean, yeah, everybody's It's like, you, well, uh, actually, my dad abandoned me. Yeah. So I don't want a family relationship here. I want you to pay me what I'm worth and and value me. Yes. Yes. I, I ma'am, I'm here for a paycheck. Actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, you know, there's no incentive. If 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 it was like, hey, we're all in this together. We all share the income. You know, whatever the money we make here, everybody gets the same. So let's take care of our customers because we are all a family. That's family shit. Right, family what? shit. Family shit is more like when you, you know, somebody doesn't have anything and you take care of them. You know, that's family shit. Right. What What is? Yes. Yes. That's actually true. What? Let's Let's try to make a list of other reasons to work at Walmart before we let okay. them do that. Okay. Other reasons to work. I mean, it's pay discount. There's a discount. It's good, okay, dude. okay discount. But, but I'll bet you, and I don't know this for sure, maybe somebody in chat's worked at Walmart. I'll bet you you can't buy gift cards with your employee discount. No, I bet mean, not that. No, I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's preposterous. <laughs> um, I know a lot of ass kissers get really highly paid. If you do the manager thing, you got to work like six twelves all the time but i know a lot of happy walmart manager people that started after high school but um, once again they're also psychos man like not <laughs> ideal people not people which have around but if you're sitting down really and you're thinking like okay besides a paycheck what do i why do i want to work at walmart it's like almost like it has to be next door to your house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or something. I can't think of what any other reason. Be the pro. Yeah.
2: It's special because of the people, and we all work here for different reasons. Some like me want a steady, secure job with benefits and a safe work environment.
0: I've never heard that about Walmart. I that that's management, right? That you have to be management for that.
2: Yeah, you have to be. I'm
0: absolutely delusional to believe that. <laughs> Secure You're somebody that's never had a, the job at the bond. You This is somebody <laughs> speaking. This is just somebody guessing like what their lives are like. <laughs> just, uh, you know, you down there, you special precious employees that are, I know a lot of you come out of pocket and you get gifts for your favorite customers. You know, that we want to keep that going here at Walmart, you know? It's like, we want to keep your, your servitude, you know, intact. It sounds like the... So, what? You think the HR department is in charge of putting this together and getting this done? No. You would at think? At Walmart? Yeah, at Walmart. The uh, HR department. Com- yeah, I don't know how that works. Communications, I don't know. HR is not... They want, they're trying to brainwash people here. There's more of an agenda here than HR. This is internal, though. Right. It is. This internal. isn't supposed to be out. Here. No, no, no. Correct. So I would think that it would be the HR department gets the script and then they're like, okay, we need to make some changes here. <laughs> and then that's where they start adding stuff like the stuff that the benefits and uh i mean even just i I don't think you should be able to call a job secure if you don't have a steady schedule you know but you know but this is the job of bullshit artists this is why i mean this pays money this pays more this is why you go to school to do bullshit yeah and you don't really have to consult with people you know to paint walmart in the best light she's not even wearing the awful walmart uniform which is like in the video she's wearing she's like dressed kind of nice but she has a name tag on yeah and it's like the walmart uniform is up there with best buy and like the worst uniforms you oh can that wear. vest yeah but they're but they're they're just like i know you're proud to put that vest on they every single say that day too. you look at yourself in the mirror and you straighten it up and you say i'm proud <laughs> and they just make that shit up to try to convince you to just go to that memory. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, no, I, I do feel that way. I'm proud of that. Yeah, that's I, I actually am
2: proud. Some want to get promoted and go on to long-term careers of Walmart. Some just need a part-time job. We have senior citizens and we have students working to pay for school. You know, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. I mean, all of these different people with different goals and yet somehow it all works. That is, amazing. I guess that's what our founder Sam Walton had in mind from the start. Oh. You know,
0: I doubt that. I think your founder Sam Walton had in mind, okay, I can get these things for this much money. I'll charge this much money for them. Yeah. And then the money that is over that, that's my money. I get to keep that money. And then he was like, he was working at the Walmart. Sam Walton probably worked at the first Walmart. He was probably like, the first employee and then he was like i gotta hire another employee and then he was like fuck i have to pay him yeah oh sucks how much how little can i pay him what's legal yeah, what's legal? You're yeah, just beca- Somebody said in the chat, uh, they'll pay you just enough to not be on SNAP benefits. Yes, they do love to do that. That is another big thing, and and they will give you just enough hours so that they don't have to give you health care. Yeah, benefits.
2: Getting your career with us, and it's hard to grasp everything that's available to you, like great benefits and a really friendly and fun place to work. That's not well, true. Just see for yourself.
0: Okay, here we a go. A job at
2: Walmart is a good job. In fact,
0: well, if you got to say it. Then... <laughs> yeah, I mean, who are you trying to convince somebody? You trying, You're trying,
2: to... trying to convince somebody. Yeah. There's no retail company that offers this is more a sales advancement page. and job security than Walmart. What? Almost 70% of our managers started out as hourly associates. People believe Plus this Walmart stuff. jobs are flexible jobs, giving associates the opportunity to balance our personal life with our work life and a People, second
0: job. I mean, this stuff works. The, the, this, stuff this stuff works. works. I mean, if you've I mean, if you've work- ever talked about union stuff at you know uh, large places. People are like, you know what? I get a lot of flexibility out of this, but and you're like, what do you? What <laughs> you complain every minute that you're here? Yet yeah, the flexibility also always works on their behalf. Oh, the yeah. Flexibility is that they can schedule any fucking time they want to. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Even better, Walmart Associates also have the opportunity to become shareholders and owners of the company through the Associate Stock Purchase Plan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How's that working?
0: <laughs> you know, when you work at a place like this, you know, I worked at, well, Kroger's Union. I worked at plenty of places that were not union, that were like large businesses. And the one thing that you do have a good point with is that a lot of times people will tell you the they will parrot these right back at you. Oh, yeah. You. They will just, you know, at, at McDonald's, they'll just be like, well, you know, we have the associate stock purchase plan. Like, if you're not using it, that's not Walmart's fault. That's yeah. your fault. You, you know, know, they match. They match 401k like yeah. contributions. You're like an owner of the company when you own stock. You know, this is more of a co-op, really. Yeah, we're you all it. invested here. Jeez, Lou. You're not you're not taking 10% of what you got and put it in Walmart stock. Are you flipping crazy? What are you here for? <laughs> I'm here for the payoff, my friend. I'm here for the fortune and riches at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> that is like, there are a lot of people who also come into plans like that when they start where they're like, I just put 10% of all of my checks into stock and then, you know, that's going to pay off in the future when the stock goes up. And, and it's like, it's a guy you're talking to that like wouldn't know how to sell the stock or right. anything. It's like, what? I don't even know what to do with the stock. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't even trust stock. Like, yeah. Also, uh, doesn't have enough extra for anything. So the first emergency that happens, it's going to be draining that account. Yeah. I got to go to the stock. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a, like my, my, my uh, in laws just. I mean, they had all the stock. What else can you do? Yeah. And they had to go. They had to, they had to go to it so much that they don't have any of it now in their retirement. It's
2: just like, fuck. Mr. Sam strongly believed in the philosophy of partnership with associates and the stock purchase. Plan I don't think is just he One did. of the ways that his philosophy continues today. I never thought that I could be a shareholder in a company like Walmart.
0: <laughs> so proud. <laughs> Hanging on my wall. <laughs> I never thought. I I didn't lay in bed as a young kid. I laid in bed and I was like, fuck, dude. I'm never gonna be a shareholder at Walmart. I mean, this is the fantasies that they come up with, though. Like they they ha- they are they are lying to themselves. They have told themselves that this is what it's like to be a Walmart employee. That's who they're making. They're making these videos for their own. Delusions. Yeah, and this reads, like, this I mean, really- Can you imagine it? You, you take seven, you take four hours, just, you know, $28 a week. That turns into big money down the line. <laughs> big, big money. You're part owner. It's you and the Waltons in the same category there. You know, you got $1,200 a- at the end of the year. You get 5% on that. You got like almost $1,300. Yeah. <laughs> It is true, though, that this is what human resources people are saying to themselves. This yes. is what they are saying when they're fucking you over, when they're doing any of that well, stuff. Well, this is them getting on the same page. It's like, we don't complain. We don't say anything bad. We're grateful that we don the blue vest. We're actually proud of it. And, you know, we look down on people that don't wear blue vests. Yeah. And we also give 28 dollars a week so that we'll be able to retire someday yeah 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 when the stock goes through the, the fucking st- roof <laughs> right when amazon puts them out of business i'm oops yeah i oh, was <laughs> spaghetti
2: but here i am a walmart shareholder and you know what i'm not the only one it's true i'm a
3: proud shareholder too And that's just the beginning of the great things you'll find at our company. Now, it doesn't matter where you work, whether it's in a Walmart store, a Sam's Club, a distribution center, or any other division, you've made a great choice to work for Walmart, and we're glad you're here. But the reality is, you're not the only one looking to get your foot in the door at Walmart. Dun,
0: dun, dun! What? (laughs) Here we go! Are are they about to tell them they're replaceable? They're saying you're not the only one trying to get your foot in the door of Walmart. Pretty big goddamn opportunity you've got, Buster. There's some shit coming. I don't want to hear any complaints. Yeah. I don't want to hear any talks about getting together and, and organizing the workforce. Oh, no. that that is not. They are not threatening. I will no, give them no, that. No. What they're doing is, here it comes. Now you might have heard
3: stories on the news, read about it in the paper or seen it on the internet, but labor unions are really interested in Walmart and have spent millions of dollars specifically focused on us.
0: Uh, by the way, uh, th- they have on the screen, they have a news a fake newspaper article where all of the paragraphs are blurred out, but the headline says Union targets Walmart. <laughs> That's some Alex Jones ass Infowars. Here comes, here comes. It's gonna, it's coming after us. The union is targeting Walmart. Not, that's not what's happening here. Walmart is targeting unions to their employees. I mean, the the unions, the big bad mean unions, are trying to get their foot in the door at freaking Walmart, dude yeah these insidious people are going to take away our, they're going to take away our relationships we have with the customers yeah well you, you, <laughs> you can't you can't shower a customer with gifts anymore What's <laughs> the commies take over with their labor unions
3: <laughs> Now... I think you know by now that our company prefers to have open and direct communication with our associates. We don't think that a labor union is necessary
0: here. And- oh, you don't? Yeah, well, well, I think you're wrong. Interesting that you would say that, considering you're you're in control of everything right now. Yes, yes, yes.
3: And because our associates have said time after time that they don't want a union, the, we usually don't spend that. a lot of time talking about them.
0: Oh, but as a new member, of- that was that was a threat. They were like, hey. We don't spend a lot of time talking about unions. Sure, here. we've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, we've heard of them, but we're family. We families heard of don't them. unionize against each other. People have brought up unions before. It's sure. not a big deal. It's fucking basically. It's just some things. Yeah, I read know? about it in a history book.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of our team, we do think you need to know this. Okay. In recent years. Union organizers have spent a lot of time, effort, and money trying to convince Walmart associates to join a union, all without any success.
0: Now, while they've been trying to... (laughs) Union, once again, looking to organize Walmart workers is what uh, they They have have now. Headline? Another headline with blurred out words. And you can see the word communist in in the blurred out words. Really? Yeah, you can just see it's blurred out like they're trying
3: to convince associates to join their union at the same time they've been spending big money trying to hurt our business
0: they're gonna get they get, get you. T- they got so much money and they just want to hurt you now they're mad they're gonna take away our special relationship i'm your dad god damn it I'm your, <laughs> Walmart. I'm your dad i'm gonna fight for my right to own you well now that now the headline is union launches anti-walmart ads now they're getting to the point here where they're like the unions are trying to hurt the business you know you can you have stock in this fucking place yes and these unions are invested. talking about boycotting yeah you know in my perfect world people would be forced to shop at walmart everybody and then you would have tons of money yeah you gave up 28 dollars this week to the to the stock <laughs> investment plan they don't they want you to lose that <laughs> yeah they want that to be worth 14 dollars
3: yeah telling customers not to shop in our stores and clubs
1: I don't get it. How would it make sense for associates to join any union that wants to damage our reputation?
0: Okay, that's that's kind of a weird way to frame it, wouldn't it? Aren't these people like an infestation or a cancerous virus that we should eliminate? (laughs) I don't get it. But I mean... How are they allowed to do that? Are they really allowed to get together and say we should deserve more money? That shouldn't be it, that should be against the law. But they are really framing it like, why would we wanna join with people who are attacking us? Yes. Constantly. Yes, and exactly. when I say us, I mean me, the person that works in the produce department. Yeah. I, I, that's who they're attacking for sure.
1: And drive business away from our doors so associates don't get ours. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Funny thing is, I always thought unions were kind of like clubs, you know, or charities that were out to help workers, right? Okay. Well, I found out that wasn't exactly the case.
0: That's an odd line. A club? To right. They I always thought they were a, a charity or a club designed to help workers. I, I always thought it was a place to go where you could get a, some well liquor for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is weird. That this is what they think People think, right? I think it's like a moose launch. They're telegraphing, like, yeah. People think unions are a charity. We, you know, yeah. we need to get rid of that idea in our mind right now.
1: The truth is, unions are businesses, multi-million-dollar businesses that make their money by convincing people like you and me to give them a part of our paychecks. We, so we, you- we hate businesses,
0: well, those businesses, but we love the business that. <laughs> We bought stock in. We're extremely anti business here at Walmart. I get one share a month of Walmart stock. I'm going to fight like hell for it against any other <laughs> business that wants to devalue that asset. Unions are a big business. I've been in union halls. They don't look like the, the board of Walmart. I'm sure Walmart headquarters, where the board meets, looks a little bit different. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they are literally just trying to get more money for working people, though. Yes. That's a good business to be in. I would want them to be the biggest business in in my mind, really. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the the more money they have, it seems like the more fair things are to me. Or they have, yeah, they've accomplished, if they're the biggest business, then that means everybody is unionized. Yeah, I would like to see a union actually be a bigger business than Walmart. Right? So that they could crush see Walmart, they bully them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: To wonder, are they really just interested in the welfare of Walmart associates, or is there something more at stake?
0: Like what? Here at
1: Walmart, our well associates drinks. are used to having a voice in their workplace.
0: That is not true that is bullshit you've talked to anybody that works at walmart like that is another thing though that's human resources saying like make sure they fucking know that they have a voice here you're allowed to to do to use your voice to stomp and clap and say hey hey ho ho let's have a walmart day today that is true they do have the cheer the walmart cheer that's how you're allowed to use your voice at walmart yeah
1: our company has always supported an open door policy and we're used to having our voice heard for free
0: how do we fight open door policy how do we what does that mean i mean it's just every job i've had oh has claimed to have an open door policy that is like their big i think that's the thing that makes more people anti-union too it's like i think this works i think this works well you know also talking to alexander from minion death cult uh, and he explained that he has grievances that he can file through his union. Uh, so throughout the month, uh, throughout the month, there will be violations that his boss does to him: texts him on the wrong time, asks him to do something else, makes them do something improperly, and he gets paid out for it at the end of the month. With the open door policy, if you go into HR, you have a target on you. Yes. If you go in to file a complaint or to say something, they're going to every time you leave the room, they're going to roll their eyes about you and say, "Oh, this motherfucker causing problems." They're also going to tell the boss. Questions? Yeah. They're going to tell the person you come for. Yeah. I've told the story before. I used the open door policy at the cable company, and then the next day they said, "Hey, Linda needs to see you in her office." And when I got in there, my supervisor was sitting there, (laughs) and I was like, "Great, cool." Awesome. Thought <laughs> we were doing open door policy. <laughs> Look, I was
4: a union member at my last job.
0: Oh no. Everyone oh, actually I love had to that to the
4: union in order to work there.
0: Yeah, no shit. That's how a union works. Yeah, go somewhere else, I guess, if you don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe but, this? They made me join they made me join up with all my fellow employees. Yeah. Like we were supposed to have camaraderie or some shit. I, don't even think what? about like the benefits they had there, you know, before this guy appears to be working in the warehouse where I have heard Walmart warehouses are brutal, like brutal. I somebody when we were talking about Bucky's a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. was mentioning that the Walmart warehouse does fifteen minute breaks for an eight hour Oof. shift. Yikes! And I mean, you know, the Walmart warehouses run on on you know sweat it's it's a brutal place to work and, and and the people i know that i i have a nephew that works there that is working 65 70 hours a week all the time yeah. there isn't just there isn't like a time where he's not working 60 hours a week right there's not a slow season and you know even if there is a slow season then they cut your hours down to 22 hours a week right you know the
4: thing i remember most about the union is that they took dues money out of my
0: paycheck before i ever saw it Just like taxes. Okay. Believe me. Joining the taxes. So, what if you... Let me ask you this, Brian. This is the impossible question. Because I think, you know, that's that's good. What if you had to pay $20 per paycheck, but instead of getting minimum wage, you got $15 an hour? Yeah, they don't bring that up. That is a good point. Yeah, yeah, I'll pay that. I'll pay the $20 per paycheck for the $15 an hour, you know? The, I'll pay 10% of all of my wages like it's the goddamn church if I can have a good health care plan with teeth and eyeballs included. <laughs> I just want more money, and I don't care how it gets to me. So if the union is taking the money out of my account before I get it and I still have money, I'm happy. More money than if you don't have the union. Yes. Yes. They can do whatever magic they do. Yeah, I always well, making a thousand dollars. If I if I was making four hundred dollars a week here, and now I'm making six hundred, but it was actually seven hundred, and they took one hundred, fine with me. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And even if I'm making the same amount, but I have benefits and uh, a lunch, yeah, and I'm allowed to sit down at work and stuff like that, I'll fucking take that hundred percent of the time too. A union is just a union is value added, no matter. how. How you slice it. No matter how it's cut, a union is 100% good. A union isn't something I ever want to do again.
4: Oh. Here you can get ahead based on your own performance. It's one of the main okay. reasons I chose this company. Cutthroats. I'm in control of my own career. With a union, you put that
0: control into someone else's hands. What does that even mean? Like, well, well, how do you put that control in somebody else's hands? Seniority and stuff like that. Okay. They do do seniority. I have a feeling that stuff's going to start to go by the wayside as well, things get older. But seniority is also good. Yeah. And I think that uh, what, the only way to get ahead at Walmart is to just dedicate your life to them. Yes. <laughs> You have to be somebody... You don't don't get time off if you're going to be successful at these corporations, the Walmarts. You you have to be willing to put the vest on at a moment's notice. Yes. You have to be ready to fucking go. Yeah. You know? You got to have a thousand smiley faces on it. You have to, like, have walmart memorabilia at your house hanging on the walls in your house you have to love and live for the place you have to drive a walmart blue car yep in order to move ahead that is the type of people to move ahead and i'm gonna tell you fucking the truth dude my my stepdad worked there and he was all about walmart he yeah. this guy fucking lived it he lived the walmart life and he talked about walmart he did all of his shopping at walmart he w- did the stock plan he did everything and he ended up getting fired on some bullshit that like i, I don't remember what it was right. uh but he wasn't stealing or anything like that it was just oh, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a it was a mix-up i think with the drawer and he was just a cashier the always the guy never is. moved up never became a manager never got anywhere he just stayed at the cash register yeah, that's what it always is. It ends up being... Uh, Someone who might... Some fucking minor infraction, and then you're out the door. You Like, you live for them, you know, you dedicate your life to them, and then you, you fuck up one time, and then they're like, I'm sorry, but Walmart people don't do that. You don't, you don't work here anymore. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought we were family. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I'd be motivated by something a little more important to them than your career advancement. What? You see... Unions get almost all of their money from monthly dues, initiation fees, and assessments against members. Because union membership has dropped over the years to less than 8% of private employers, oh. unions are fighting to survive. And with the size and scale of our company, you can understand their interest in Walmart. It oh, is man, a business. That's great.
0: <laughs> this is a smooth, I yeah. gotta say, like, you know what they're doing. This little piece right here is because people do just think about money. Like, that's the kind of thing, like, that is it, the kind of thing, like, a, a person that's not very smart would be like, you know, that's how business works, though. Right. These days, this day and age, I don't want to be in the 8% of people that have representation that gets them more money and benefits. <laughs> that's not where the world's at. I mean, you can see yourself sitting down and saying, like, you know, if they get in at Walmart, then unions yep. are back, baby, you know? They're, they're, they they want to make money. They're all about the money, just like everybody else. You know, yep. they want to get into the biggest, the baddest, the best employer, the one that I want to put thirty two dollars a week into <laughs> in my investments.
2: And where does Walmart stand on all of this? Our philosophy is simple: we are pro associate. Here, all associates are free to talk openly with their leaders. I'm completely comfortable sharing my ideas and concerns with my leaders. Really,
0: really, really, really. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, y'all are protected. Yeah, y'all are so protected. You're you're just—they—they will always be lied to. The thing about the positions of power is that everyone is always lying to you. Yes, they never. They—they have to know that. In they the back of their mind, I don't think they do. I think that th- I think the best people in power, the best managers, the best people in control, I think flip themselves in a way and believe that they can start to understand the positions of the people that are lower than them. When I think you fool yourself, I think you play yourself when you do that. I yeah. think that's what they're doing. I think that like they, I guess like th- they probably think that they're being lied to a lot. Like they they. Are, do you think that the people up at the top of Walmart think like they res- they think everybody respects them? Like that that all the employees, when Jim, the regional manager, comes rolling in, do they think that the employees respect him, or that the employees are just kind of afraid of him because he can fire you on the spot? Yeah, I, I think probably closer to that. I think they just know that they wield some sort of power. I mean, that's how you get. You get, you know, little minor fiefdoms that way with those type of people. Yeah.
2: And I know that they really...
0: I think that more just the messaging of uh, what the average employee is dealing with is just not in... You know, you can't expect... I don't want to fantasy book this, but you would just say, hey, uh, you're not you're struggling i mean that's yeah if i was the if i was in charge of this video what i would just start out and say hey you're struggling uh and we need to figure out how to get you out of walmart yeah (laughs) or uh you know but or i would just say a union is probably a good idea because like unless you put a knife to our throats we're not going to give you anything yeah we're making everything here And you got to come at us. You got to get together and be like a a raiding mob of people that just pin us down and make us do the right thing. Because otherwise, we're not going to do it. Yeah. We're not going to do it. Yeah. I do like the idea of this video just being like, look, maybe Walmart's not not for you if you need more money or if you need some benefits. You're fucking struggling. We know it. Yeah. It would be if they were just like, we respect unions and people's rights. But, you know, we we abuse our employees. (laughs) We... People that work in Walmart are ones that like that don't like themselves. That's (laughs) what we want. Yeah, we want people that just accept our abuse. Instead, they try to up with it. Trick you into coming in, no, and then they try to trick you into coming in with all this nice language like this.
2: Really listen to what I have to say. Okay. By using the open door process, I'm encouraged to speak for myself. I speak on my own behalf. And frankly, I don't think Walmart associates should have to have someone to speak for them. It's just not that kind of place. <laughs> that's not <sighs>
0: what it is, though. I know that this is bad faith. You know, it's supposed to be bad faith. But that's the other thing that's frustrating to me is that, like, a lot of HR people really believe that that part. I think you do have to tell yourself that. Mm. I, I mean, I, lie to my, I know I lie to myself about how other people think. It's a part of just being alive and having, like, an ego. Uh, But they also, I think, just straw man. You have to straw man everything. Yeah. You just have to think that everybody isn't thinking about it properly or hasn't thought it all the way through or don't understand what's really going on here. Yeah. If they just reframe their mindset, then that'll make more sense. True.
2: True. But Walmart understands that not every workplace is like Walmart. That's why oh our company God. doesn't criticize people who belong or have belonged to labor unions. We know that many associates belong to unions and former jobs. At some companies, like, we we
0: hire ex-gang
2: members. <laughs>
0: those of you that paid monthly dues to outfits that pressured, you know, big business leaders and blew up cars, you know, the those of you that have a history of fighting the police and throwing Molotov cocktails, we'll gladly <laughs> accept you into our ranks. We don't judge former gang members.
2: (laughs) Employees have no choice and have to join a union just to keep their jobs. And we understand that. Oh, that's what
0: they're saying. You know what? (sighs) Have you seen Oz? You know that a lot of white people don't want to be Aryan, you know, they don't want (laughs) to join the Aryan Cowboys. They don't want to join the Aryan Cowboys, but you have to when you're in prison. Walmart is like, you know, is is kind of like that, you know. It's accepting actually. Walmart's accepting when you get out we realize that you had to join the Aryan Brotherhood in order to get along in prison. And so we accept you even if you have been a part of the Aryan Brotherhood. Now, you're- union places, they don't accept you. <laughs> right? They won't accept an Aryan. No, they have have rules. They have too many rules. They don't have an open door policy where you can come in and talk (laughs) about your IWW Aryan tattoos.
2: Know that most union members shop in our stores and clubs nationwide. I talk oh, to them all the time. And oh. I hear them complain about their jobs and their union representatives. <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: I think <laughs> don't you talk to people at Walmart too? Because <laughs> I've heard them complain I think, about their jobs. I think everybody with a job complains. Yes. But these people are complaining while they have a lot more representation than Your Walmart employee does.
2: True. I can tell you that every job has its ups and downs and a union can't change that fact.
3: I look at it this way. Okay. What we have here, I'm not willing to trade it for a union
0: that doesn't know anything about me or my goals. Do the (laughs) numbers. Can somebody come in and just do the numbers? They're like... You know you got to pay twenty five dollars a month, and you know what? It sucks, but there's going to be a private lodge for you to go and get well liquor for one dollar a shot. Sorry, that's what it's going towards. Your pay's going to get doubled, uh, but you got to pay twenty five dollars a week for that. Yeah, you're going to get vision and dental, but at what cost? Are you willing to take another deduction on your paycheck? You get just an to hour long well shots. I mean, are you at the really? They're going to take $25 out of your paycheck every week, but or every month. Are are you really willing to do that just to get 2 weeks of vacation every year? Is you know, that something you want to do? I mean, you go, you fill out your grievance paperwork. You feel like we mistreated you, and we don't even get to talk about it. You don't even come in and hear about Carla's vacation anymore. You know? <laughs> you're, just, you're just filling out paperwork that felt you were wrong, and then you get retribution. Is that the kind of relationship you want? I want you I want you over here. I want to give you a nuggie. I want you in my office. I want you to feel bad whenever you ask about you know the way things are run because you're not paid to think. <laughs> yeah.
3: Today, if I have an idea or concern, I speak directly with my supervisor, and I'd much rather deal with things that way.
0: No. No, no you don't want to do no. that. It's the only person. Yeah, you can't say shit to your supervisor. And how many ideas have you had that actually ended up being thrown into practice? Your supervisor will punch themselves in the eye and blame it on you. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. They say- Anything they say goes. That's true. Yeah. Anything they say goes your concerns don't matter no at all period one-on-one
1: When a union begins to push their agenda, union organizers what's, ask...
0: What's a, the agenda again, lady? What are you saying? <laughs> when they begin to push their agenda. They start saying, oh, we deserve more money. Oh, we deserve health care. Yeah. Don't For CSC $25 a it. week? I'd rather have HBO Max. Have you seen what's on that? <laughs> Flight attendant, search party, it's all this stuff, man. Authorization cards At TV.
1: Union organizers might say that giving them your name and address doesn't mean much. They might tell you that it's just a simple way for you to get more information about the union, or they might even promise you things like free health care or wage increases just to get your interest. It's not hard to imagine how far a union organizer might go to get you to sign their card.
0: That's what they're trying to do, though. <laughs> These filthy scumbags, they're making $50,000 a year trying to get you health care. Yeah. Trying to get you days off. Trying to get you vision coverage. Trying to get you more per hour. F- sickening individuals that are just on the dole. We would never promise you shit. Okay? Shit. They're just all lies. They just they want to be your friends. They they're like, oh, well, we're gonna fight for you. We're <laughs> gonna get you better stuff. We would never say that. We're not gonna <laughs> fight for you. We're not gonna give you anything that we're not already giving you. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't care about you. Don't they're paid to care about you. <laughs> we paid to not care about you.
1: <laughs> don't be fooled. Your signature is very valuable.
4: She's right. Your signature on an authorization card or petition is actually a legal document that can be used okay. to bring in a union. Okay. If a union gets enough signatures, you may sauce. never even have a chance to vote. What your signature really means is that you give the union the right to act for you and make decisions for you on workplace issues. Whether you- And <laughs> They don't get that... I am want to hear these. you agree with them or not? Oh, And once you give them your signature, you may never be able to get it back if you change your mind. What?
0: In the end, what are these issues that they're getting in front of you for? Like, it's like the the way he says, like, you won't be able to stick up to the union. It's like, I'm like, no, don't give me more money, please. (laughs) Yeah, he's like a friend that has you come over to their house. and lets you smoke all the weed you want. They get you real fucking high. Then they start saying, let's bust some legal documents out. Let's start putting pen to paper. And all of a sudden, you don't know what's happening. You wake up the next day, you got health care. You got representation. All of a sudden, you can't go hang out with Carla in the HR department anymore. She's the enemy. Things don't look the same anymore. <laughs> they don't look the same anymore.
4: Walmart can't tell you what to do.
0: Do. You give Walmart yourself- only tells you what to do <laughs> all the time. Every minute of your life revolves around what Walmart will do to you.
4: Signature <laughs> is always your decision to make. That's true. But you need to know how serious it is. Okay.
2: It's hard to think that one little signature can be so important. I in like this. World- I like this. I like this
0: argument where it's like, hey, you know. Talking about unions, that's a fun time. But legal documents, I don't know. I don't have a lawyer fee. I, I'm i not making enough for a lawyer. I, I can't put. I can't sign a lawyer. Is this like, do I need to get my wife to co-sign for this? Is this a car note? <laughs> Meanwhile, at the beginning of your employment, all you do is sign legal document after legal document. <laughs> piles of that. Signing them. shit away for them. <laughs> yeah, and they just do this. They just take their pen and they go, ah, that one just says, like, no mediation. Just sign it <laughs> they do i love that part of it i wish i could go through that that one oh that one's just we won't call you a bad name well uh, i, I asked this one out because you know that got changed in 2017 due to <laughs> ford v california <laughs> but we still use the same we printed up the form so we got to use them
2: world your signature means a lot to be honest, I don't like handing my signature over to anyone. Oh. Much less to unions who seem to be spending so much time trying to hurt my company. They're, my signature You know, not.
0: these damn unions, they take your signature, they robo sign loans in your name. All of a sudden, you're <laughs> identity thefted. Your That's what it's a big business. That's how they make all their money. I do like Robo-signing. this. Robo signing. I do like this freaking out about signatures. Thing. Legality. Yeah. Like, eh, that legal, scares people. Legal document. I don't know. Pen to paper. That seems a little too intimate. You know, when you sign a check, that's official. That's a you legal know? tender. Yeah. So you don't want to just sign things. This pamphlet that some guy at work handed to you, do you want to turn that into a legal
2: document? <laughs> do you want the power of God?
0: Have you seen these guys that are handing you these things? I mean, come on.
2: I for that. And so is yours. We've got a great thing going here. Great benefits, job security, career opportunities,
0: and don't fuck it up. Abundant, just the Garden <laughs> of Eden. Yeah, that, it's been. That's what people have been saying about Walmart forever. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, take a look around. Everybody around you is is having fun, living a joyful life. Why would we ever let these gang members come and bust up all the fun? <laughs> bust up all the fun. If, if we don't, if they, if they guarantee. If they guarantee insurance, we wouldn't be able to do fundraisers for cancer anymore. That's true. No more no fun means we can't have a dunk l- tank. Lymphoma. Yeah, we won't get to do the, the dunk tank. It's just going to rot. <laughs> it's going to rust in the back. We don't <laughs> have to raise money for any of our employees anymore. No more employee carnivals. If everybody has health care, <sighs> what geez, happened what all of, that? These people are no fun. You yeah. Know? They're getting paid to just come in here and stop all of our fun. You think you're going to get a pizza party? yeah oh they don't like that they want you to get money they're like we'll give them money instead you know so you don't want money you want pizza <laughs> like what are you gonna spend the money pig? On? what are you gonna spend money on probably pizza yep. you're probably gonna spend some of that money on pizza we all do yeah that's where all of our money goes
2: It's important to remember, signing a union card isn't just about you. You could also be affecting the people who have worked here for years and enjoyed (laughs) Walmart for the same reason. Holy shit.
0: Hey, there's a lot of fucking idiots around here that are just fine with it, and now you're going to start getting them to think about (laughs) deserving more. Stop being selfish and signing union cards. They're fine with squalor. What are you going to do? You want to make them? You want to make them demand more? You want to get them involved?
3: (laughs) People like me. And me. And me. No, not you.
2: We've all found a home with Walmart, and we're glad that you've joined the team. Good luck with your new career. And we hope that you never have to deal with a union organizing drive in your facility.
0: But we do. <laughs> we, God, God help you. You know, we just, we <laughs> really hope you don't ever have to go through oh something like it's that. Like bed bugs. <laughs> you just got to burn everything. You got to drag everything out of the goddamn Walmart and spray it down. These union people, they get in there, they're like, hey, we, we deserve days off. And it's like, "Who? De- you know, we'll decide who deserves days off. Yeah. You know? We choose who gives the days off. Yeah, that's not, that's an agreement between us. Yeah. Don't let these people cut muscle their way in for you and start speaking for you when you're just fine being intimidated by HR. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is the show for this week. The final show of 2020. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know we love you all and 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 another year goes by and i want to thank everybody i i mean like seriously everybody that stayed on the patreon it it's it's incredible that you stayed on you 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 carried me through this year you put food in my kid's mouth and in my mouth and on my table and you you are incredible and i want to thank like all of the people that worked with us through the year tom sexton uh chris james has been like an mvp uh uh jesse farrar and stefan heck and and john cullen and all of those all those guys over there mike hale just wonderful people yeah and you know the Chapo guys as as always and just you know the struggle session guys leslie and jack Uh, Them last year yeah yeah and Cath Barbadoro, and, uh, there's so many more people, just, just a bunch of very, it, we, we are very lucky to have a, a, a scene and a circle that we run in and, uh, uh, Jake Flores yeah. is in there. We were supposed to do a, uh, uh, we we're supposed to do a tour with him in Florida right before this hit in March. Uh, the but, district Sentinel Sam's. Yes. MVP's yeah. too. too Yeah. They, uh, I mean, this year has been on hold, but we'll get back to it eventually and in, in any way that we can. And, you know, there's a big universe of people that, uh, have made my life easier and have made me laugh and enjoy this year. And, you know, all of y'all that, uh, that we've performed with have, have been the greatest and, you know, those variety shows were a lot of fun and something amazing to do. And, uh, I want to get back to all that stuff eventually see all the, the wonderful people that liked the show that were, you know, bought tickets for the variety show before we canceled it. Um, but you know, it's on the way and yeah. you know, the, the Patreon people really keeping this thing afloat, you know, we've been able to help. I mean, yeah, I don't want to be, I'm sorry. I'm being like, it's not charity, but like keeping people employed is hard to do. Uh, because they, you know, a lot of our folks have jobs, you know, Jason and, and Jake and Katie and Rachel and all the people that, uh, rely on what we do. And the folks that were able to write stuff for the, the zine, that's all been able to stay on track. We didn't really suffer any big losses. I mean, honestly, I've been grateful that, uh, I haven't had, to to come with my hat in my hand, like absolutely, Without an idea of what to do. You know, the rug didn't get pulled out from under us. Nope. Because of all the listeners. And I, I, that means a lot. I don't want to forget people, so I, I'm just saying Alex and Tony from yep. Minion Death Cult. Absolutely. Uh just fucking great people. Terrence Alex from Press. the billies. Alex Press has been great. And Carly Hoskins from Thursday's merch uh merch department. Yeah, and and you know, if we forgot you you are, lo- we love you. And, and like, uh, uh, it's been, it's been a good, it's been a bad year, but you know, we survived the year. And hopefully, next year we get back on track, we get back out on the road, we get back to hanging out with our friends and keep building this thing. Yeah. And uh, uh, we That's love you. I think it'll be bigger. I think it's going to be huge when we come back. So I think that everybody's been pent up. I think that we've had a recorrection. And I think I, I hope you're more dedicated as, as I am to uh, changing the world and making a different place. I, I'm tired of being subjected to the buffoonery that goes on every single day. And, you know, once there's more herd immunity, I think that'll it be time to take care of the problems that are you know, apparent to everybody. So that's on the way. All right. We will see you on Sunday. We're taking calls for Street Fight Radio. Peace.
3: Lady, single baby.